Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. We are continuing our teaching on the subject of faith versus fear or fear versus faith. But really the title um, of this message, I've titled it based on a scripture and that's Isaiah 41.10, just the first part of it, which says, so do not fear for I am with you. And that's God um, telling you, do not fear that he is with you. And um, so during the first two teachings, we basically just explored uh, what fear is and that we all deal with fear on daily basis, fear of different things. And um, during the second teaching, we talked about how the Bible addresses fear and how we're supposed to handle fear, what kind of fears we should have. And we talked about that there's only one kind of fear that the Bible is telling us to have, and that's fear of God, uh, reverential fear of God, which means honoring him, respecting him, um, you know, just being aware of his mightiness, of his power, of his greatness, and respecting him in a way that we trust his commands and we follow it. And um, we also did talk about how um, the word of God is telling us, it is acknowledging that we will face fear, but it's telling us don't let it stop you. Uh, push through, right? Um, don't let fear um, cripple you and stop you from uh, living your, the life that God has designed for you to live. So in this teaching, which is our third teaching, we want to talk about faith, uh, which is the opposite of fear. I think I ended the previous teaching on are we in faith or are, are we in fear? Because we can be in both, right? You can't, they're opposite of each other. You have to choose whether you're going to, when you're dealing with a situation, either you're going to handle it with fear or you're handling, or you're going to handle it with faith. But first, let's explore what faith is. So I want to um, give you the dictionary definition of faith. It says it's a confidence or trust in a person or a thing, a belief that is not based on proof. Again, I'll read that again. It says a confidence or trust in a person or a thing, a belief that is not based on proof. And the uh, biblical definition of faith, it's in Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And other translations of Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. And I think that's the reason why so many people have a hard time operating in faith because it's based on things that you cannot, it's not based on our senses. You can't feel it, touch it, see it, right? Um, it's, it's a spiritual thing. So that's why a lot of people prefer to uh, put their faith in something that they can touch and feel and see with their senses versus something that's spiritual. And so there you go with the definitions as far as uh, faith. But what we want to do and is get deeper in the Bible and the word of God about what faith is. But you know what? Before we get into it, I know it's just so easy for all of us. When we're facing failure, challenges, hard times in our lives and fears that, you know, it's during those times that we may lose our faith in, in God's plan for our lives. And I'm going to go further and even say we may even lose our faith in God and question, well, is he, is he real? You know, if he's real, how come I don't feel him? How come it's like he doesn't care about me? He's not doing anything about my situation if he's real and if he loves me then why has he abandoned me right we can have those questions because we're going through a hard time and challenges and we're not seeing immediate deliverance from them immediate result right like it's been going on for a while 
So let's see what the Bible has to say about faith. First of all, where do we get faith? Where, why do some people have it and some don't? It seems like that way, right? Some people are operating based on faith and some people are not. So where, like, if, if faith is going to help me, where do I get some, right? That would be my question. But um, Romans 12, 3 says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So pay attention to the last part. In accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So it looks like God has given everybody a measure of faith, right? Um, so everybody has faith. Um, it looks like God has distributed to everybody and everybody has some measure on faith. So you might say, great, well, I don't feel it. I don't know how to use it. You know, where is it? <laughs> uh, well, obviously it's in your spirit. Again, if you are a follower of Christ and have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and his spirit lives in you, that happened at the point where you surrendered your life to Christ. Remember, your spirit was reborn with the spirit of God. You have a renewed spirit. Um, so faith is in that spirit, right? And you might say, okay, great. I still don't feel it and I still don't know how to use it. Um, and it seems like it's contrary to another verse in the Bible. Let me read that to you. It's Romans 10, 17. It says, consequently, faith comes by hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ, right? It says faith comes by hearing, uh, hearing the word of God. So one, you know, it's, it seems like, um, Romans 10, 17 is saying, oh, we get faith by hearing the word of God. Uh, but uh, the other verse, which was uh, Romans 12, 3 says, no, God has given us a measure of faith. So, so just keep in mind, there's three parts to us, right? Body, uh, spirit, and soul. It's our physical body, our soul, which is the product of our mind, and our spirit. So in our spirit, yes, God has given us the faith. But we have to get that somehow into our mind, right, into our brain. Mind is the product of the brain. So our mind will make those decisions to have faith, right? That's why it's saying you have to hear the word of God. So all the good things are in the spirit, but to be transferred into our mind where we actually see the fruit of it, we have to hear the word of God, right? So that's, that's why um, it says you have faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing to your mind, but it's already in your spirit. Um, so let me read you another scripture. It says, it's Hebrews 11, 6. It says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So can we come to God and say, I'm dealing with this problem, help me, but then go away thinking, well, I don't know if he is. Well, I don't know if he will. I don't know if he cares about me. And so now you're not in faith, right? Um, now you're more like in fear, thinking, what if he doesn't? And I think that's something that if, if you know the word of God, um, not just by what someone else has told you, but you are literally seeking after it and learning it for yourself, you will know the will of God in each, in each area of your life. So whatever you're dealing with, you will know the will of God. And then you will have faith for it, right? Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This is Jesus speaking. It says, 
whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it. He's talking past tense. Believe that like it's already a done deal. You have received it. It will be yours. And again, the, the key word in this scripture is believe, which again is having faith, right? Now, I kind of want to make some clarification on that because people might think, oh, great. So we can ask for anything. It, it is saying whatever you ask for in prayer, then God will give it to us if I believe, right? Well, not exactly. Whatever you ask for in prayer, remember 1 John 5, 14 through 15, it says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, he will answer our prayers. So you can't ask something that's against God's nature, something that's against God's will. You can't say, I hate that person. I hope they get struck by lightning. I'm praying for that. And Mark 11, 24 says, whatever you ask for in prayer, then, and if I believe it, it's going to happen. No, he's, this is against God's nature, right? God loves that person that you hate, basically. And he's going to do everything to save him uh, if he's not already saved. So yes, whatever you ask for in prayer, according to God's word. So you might say, I don't know well then what God's word is. Well, this is why you have to learn. You have to seek with all your heart um, what God's will is in that situation. And this is why it's important to go to church. It's important to be part of small groups. It's important to listen to the word of God because this is how you're going to learn what the will of God is. Otherwise, you know, there are some people that most people, let's say they're too busy to spend that time and they might read a devotional, which is fine, nothing with devotional, but it's really maybe one or two verses a day. And uh, it's still getting you, you're still hearing the word of God, you're still um, growing, but if you want to grow faster <laughs> and your relationship with God, read, read scripture on your own. Maybe try to read a whole chapter on your own, or at least, you know, a paragraph or something. So that's where you will know the will of God, and it says, whatever you ask for in prayer, again, According to, which is going to be according to God's will. If you believe it, it will come to pass. I want to read another scripture for you guys, and that's Ephesians 1. It's Ephesians 1, 17 through 20. It says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his, in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Um, again, pay attention to the last part of this, which is Ephesians 1, I guess, verse 19. It says, his incomparably great power for us who believe. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. So what is faith? Faith is saying you're putting your, you're believing for a power, incomparably, incomparably great power, same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's really the power of God. So that's what faith is. It moves the power of God. It says that power is available for those who believe. Does that power automatically work in my life or your life? or someone else, it, it's not automatic. It says it's available for those who believe. It's kind of like you're hungry, you're sitting at a table and somebody puts food in front of you and you keep saying, I'm starving, I'm hungry, somebody feed me. And like the host will say, well, the food is in front of you, pick it up and eat it, right? So the power is available, but you have to know how to access it. You have to know how to make it work. 
You have to know how to draw that power so it'll work for you. And that's what faith is. Um, and 1 Corinthians 2, 5, I also want to end with this scripture. It says, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. This is really a profound verse because a lot of things in the natural seem right. Like you might get professional help and they might say, this is what makes sense. This is what's right. But this verse is saying, don't put your hope, don't put your faith in human wisdom because our wisdom is limited. Put your hope in what? In God's power. So if you put your hope in God's word, then his power is automatically kicking into work, right? But if you want to put your wisdom in human wisdom and secular wisdom, what power is working for you? Really? Uh, is it working for you? <laughs> What's, I mean, maybe on the surface, some things may be shifting and moving and looks like they're getting better. But really, the only thing that will work 100% for you is if you put your faith in God's power and his word. So I think I'm going to end this teaching here. Um, I will uh, also get into some more teachings about uh, how when people used faith in scripture and use some examples of that. And this is really how our faith is built up when we hear stories of faith being faith in action, right? And the Bible is full of those stories, especially the Old Testament and the New Testament, both really. So I'm going to use um, other podcasts to reference those stories, hopefully to build our faith. And until then, God be with you and God bless you.